Is that like an angel number? <laughs> yeah, two two two. All my two 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 people. Let me know what that is. Two two. My birthday on the twenty second. Here you go. Of January. Here, yo. here you go. <laughs> I guess it would have made more sense if it was February. If it were, yeah. <laughs> Probably makes sense, right? <laughs> two, two, two. And then I go try to steal the moment. <laughs> I try to make it all about me. Like it literally had <laughs> nothing to do with you, no correlation to you. We're talking about the episode number. Right, right, right. What, what are you doing? Selfish. Cocky. Cocky. You asshole. Ungrateful. Arrogant. Yeah, man. Obnoxious. Just, just dumb. Yeah, I gotta do better. Sin hate his way. Everybody, <laughs> sin. Everybody, sin hate his way. That's funny. Nah, but it's episode two hundred twenty-two of the Rising Grind podcast. You ready to start? Let's do it, man. All right, man. Let's do it. We coming in like this every single pod this month. Yup, yup, yup. Woman's history month. It's not over, man. That man said, saying, hate my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, bro. Right, shit, man. Episode 222. Rising Ground Podcast. Let's get it. I put your picture on my mirror. Start to blush when somebody says your name. In my stomach, there's a pain. See you walk in my direction. I go the other way. Sir. Start to stutter when I speak. It was a different time when Fantasia was on American Idol. Absolutely. You remember when she broke that shoe and she won? Yeah, different time. In the dark, can you tell me what it means? I can see the her cry. Absolutely. Staring out the window. Episode 222. Not a pretty cry, but I love Fantasia. If you hear these fucking lyrics, never mind. What about it? What about it? You know how hard a nigga had to be fucking Fantasia for her to feel this way? <laughs> Just listen to the lyrics. Man. This is what you're doing to impress this nigga? What she say? What she say? I scribble X and O's in my notebook. Checking how my hair and my nails look. I feel myself in the zone. I get nervous when you call. So I say I'm not home. I see your face and I hear my favorite song. Should I send an email? She just you're the only one topic on the phone. I wonder if you know, do you have a clue? Yeah. She's the first verse. Episode 222, Rising Rock Podcast. We're back in the building. It's your boy, Roger. I'm Jakari, man. We here, back in the building. It's Monday again. Yes, sir. It's not Monday, but it's Monday. Hi, <laughs> man. Yeah, we coming in on a Saturday this week. It's Saturday morning. Yeah. Kari, uh, Keep it a buck with you. Kari made me do this shit, man. It's crazy. Yeah, you. but every time we do come in on Saturdays, when we clock in on Saturdays, we always talk about how good it does feel. Oh, we be tapped in on Saturdays. Yeah, it's, it's a different feeling. I think that just stemmed from the shit that we talk about with our parents, like when they used to make us get up and get shit Absolutely. done on Saturdays, even though like as a kid, you may have hated that. I feel like when you grow older, when you become an adult, you appreciate that shit. Absolutely. There are times that I wake up on a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning and do that just to mimic the days that I was yep. young. Yep. Turn on the music, especially for Sundays. I'm probably cleaning if I can. Uh, but Saturdays, too, I'm probably waking up early, turning on some some early tunes, some old music. Getting to it, lighting a candle. Man, I, you know, I can just hear that old ass shit. <laughs> Man, but early yeah. one Sunday morning, stupid <laughs> breakfast was on. For Face real. ass. 
Saturday <clears throat> mornings do be lovely though, man. But yes, it's it's Saturday morning. It's really only the beginning of the weekend, so I can't even ask how your weekend was. How was Friday? Friday, uh, so I had Friday off. Um, I had mentioned that I, I took Friday oh, off. Oh, yeah, I so. saw you on Friday. Yeah, yeah. So Friday, I got up early, uh, did the prayer call, went to the gym, came back home, finished the work that I had to do for the pod because I had the day off. So I knocked out. I would say shit that I my morning was done, let me see, probably by like 11. Okay. You know, so everything was knocked out for the pod. So that's... That's the entire video, you know, for the next day. That's the shit we want to upload. Like, everything was done for the pod uh, for episode 221. So, after that, man, I was chilling, relaxing. I made some breakfast. Like, I'm off. I'm just doing all kind of shit, right? Right. Taking advantage of the time. But, yeah, after that, man, I was relaxing for a little bit. We ended up linking up around, what was it, 1, Probably like two, 1.30, some shit like that. We had two. some business to handle. Yeah, so we, we linked up for about two, three hours <clears throat> after that. Came back to the crib, man. Ended up falling asleep, taking a nap for a little bit. Got my hair cut. Um, so Friday was a cool little day, man. Like I say, anytime, I just can't wait till I can work for myself and make my own schedule, bro. I just get so much done when I don't have to go to work, bro. Like, come on, now. You already, man. You already know how that shit feel, but I'm still, I'm still grateful. I'm blessed, man, for everything. Um, and that's headed. Come on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I look forward to it. Like I, I, I imagine that's why every time I get like a little taste of it, bro, it eats me up. But Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> I knew you was going to say, <laughs> Excuse you, nigga? I swear. I was like, fuck. Every time you get a taste, it eats you up? Eats you. <laughs> no, my man. That was crazy. That what was, the fuck? That, that was sick. That was what, sick. You are <laughs> insane. I'm disgusted. You fucking ghoul. Yeah, yeah, You goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, what's a goon? <laughs> okay, you're a goon. But what's a going to a goblin? You might be a goblin, nigga. My fault. That's my fault. I'll take it back, man. Men in black mean right here. Uh, but like you said, it's Saturday morning, man. So I feel good going to the, the concert tonight, like I mentioned before. So it's a it's a R and B only concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told us about this a few months ago. Yeah. Um, I think you tried to like get people to buy tickets to or some shit. But. Yeah, I was like, shit, check it out, bro. Like everybody was in their R and B bag. So I was just like, this is something that we may enjoy. But uh anyway, it's gonna be all R and B, but they don't tell you like who's gonna be there or what sets are gonna be played. So you just showing up. For the vibes type shit. So I checked on a ticket this weekend. They, those are up to like a hundred hundred dollars a ticket right now. Really? That's fucking crazy. Come on now. But yeah, man. Um looking forward to that. Gonna be a great time. But yeah, how was your Friday, Saturday morning? How you feeling, man? Um, Friday really it was it was a fucking day. I'm not gonna lie. Um we did the Thursday pod that's always recorded on Wednesday. Kari, if you can remember when I came in for the Thursday pod on Wednesday night, I was having this fucking allergy problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. I could not stop sneezing. Um, I was sniffling. You really was getting on my ass for it at a certain point of the day. <laughs> um, all Thursday, the day the pod was out, I just was starting to build allergy issue, allergy issue. Towards the end of the night, like one of my nostrils, can't remember if it's right or left, every single time I breathe in, this bitch itches. So I'm sniffing like and like sneezing all night okay. to the point where I've sniffed so much, I wake up four in the morning, nosebleed. <laughs> oh, damn. I was just going to say, what were you sniffing? <laughs> okay. Yeah, relax. Relax. But now you woke up to your nose bleeding? So, and the thing, it was, I was fucked because right nostril. It was right nostril that I, I was breathing through. It itched every single time. So, 
I was sneezing every single time I would breathe through the right nostril. Mm. I wake up 3, 4 a.m., left nostrils bleeding. But by this point, right nostrils already stopped completely up. So I got to stop both of my fucking <laughs> nostrils up right now. Okay. Um. So to the point where when I get up on Friday, they still kind of fucking with me. I had plans on Friday. I had to cancel my fucking plans. Um. Just because I didn't want to be allergy guy out or right, right. or potentially sick guy out. Right, right, right. But I didn't give a fuck about Kari, so we still... No, yeah. I'm just playing. Nah, nah, for real. We gonna we have, we have hey, business to handle. I was gonna say, nigga, you but you gonna have to be in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Rain, sleet, this, yeah, this, this nigga Kari was coming. Period. Yeah, bro. Pause. Yeah, chill. I was. Come on, man. <laughs> we were linking up at the crib <laughs> to go over podcast <laughs> shit. Yeah, he was headed over <laughs> right. to my house in his vehicle. Yeah, chill, chill. <laughs> hey, you, you did it to yourself, bro. It's cool. Oh, come on, I'll let you make it, bro. <clears throat> but yeah, that was my Friday. Okay, it's Saturday. You got. Saturday plans. Yes. I'm finna be fucking relaxing. Okay. I'm actually, we're potting through a UFC fight that I would really like to see. Kamaru Usman's fighting right now. Fuck. Why are they fighting early? Overseas. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, usually when they fight at the, the 12, 1, 2 p.m., I'm just giving away our recording time right now. Um, But if, they, if they're fighting around that time, it's because they're more than likely outside of the U.S. Makes so sense. it's nighttime over there. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, uh, but... This fight's on tonight, though, Saturday night? Uh, I don't know if there... There might be some boxing on tonight. Y'all know fighting is my fucking shit. Um, but as it pertains to UFC, UFC is going to wrap up this afternoon. Got you. Fuck, man. And I hate the fact that I'm potting during the fucking UFC. <laughs> but I love potting more. So what's up, y'all? How y'all doing, guys? Right, right. We're here, man. <clears throat> uh, Saturday, so Sunday. What, uh, what's the Sunday plan? Sunday plans? Nothing. We're not linking up for uh for your sister? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister's she's moving. She's leaving the state. Right. Um, she's moving to Georgia. Teardrop. Um, my sister's like my best fucking friend type shit. Two years apart. Um, on a different type of best friend tip than me and Kari. But um <clears throat> she's moving to Atlanta and yeah, we're having a roast and toast. Event for her. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to have a roast for her, you can roast. If you yeah, want to yeah. have a toast for her, you can toast type shit. Yeah. You know, some some close friends and family can be in the building. Facts, facts. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, it's it's bittersweet because you know I I don't have any any sisters. You my brother, right? Channing, your sister Jordan, those are my sisters. You know, so, right? Uh, I'm super proud of Channing. Though, like, um, happy for you. You know, what I'm saying to go out to Atlanta. Take that move. But yeah, I'm looking forward to get on your ass. I know we're gonna for sure be on her ass. I haven't finished it. Confession, and I can say this now because it's the Monday pod. I have not finished writing my roast. Like, I'm actually mm. writing my roast. Of course, you got to, man. You're a comedian. I really didn't want to do a roast. I wanted to do a toast, but my mom wants me to do a roast. Damn. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to do it. I'm a toast for sure. <sighs> I'm probably going to be the only one roasting. Probably. But the thing is... I'll get some jokes off. The thing about it is, if you've seen like a Comedy Central roast, I'm roasting all of y'all niggas. Okay, but yeah, yeah. So that's why I say I know we're going to be... I'm going down the line. Like, I'm sure. going to get you niggas. <laughs> like, anybody can get it. Nobody's safe. Oh, my God. Nobody's Nobody safe. safe. And like, I think because we're still... Near my mom, like, and my mom's gonna be there. Some people have their um their censored hat on. 
Fuck that. Nah, nah, you know. <clears throat> Mom dudes know what's going on, man. No holes barred for me. Yeah, we keep it respectful. Respectful, of course, but we're going to get them jokes off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know. Oh, no. I'm not going to keep it respectful either. <laughs> I'm saying I had to just moms. almost brush by what he said without even thinking about it. I'm not keeping it respectful. For sure. Do your thing. I'm just a guest. I have a joke up my sleeve, that one that I've already like planned out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, man, it's actually good to do this roast because I, I feel good getting back in this kind of like writing feel. Okay. It's good. Um, <clears throat> when was the last time that you uh, did some writing? Probably like a month ago. Okay, something like that. For sure. How was that? Uh, Take us. To, I mean, if you want to, you don't have to. But like, how do you? Uh, shit is hard. I was about to say, like, what do you tap? Like, what side of your brain? What side of your mind do you tap into? But I know you really probably have a process. Um, I try to. I try to stay as natural as I am with who I am. Um, with. It's hard to even fucking explain. Yeah, I have a, yeah, I have a format, like, okay. and it's basically like any regular comedy format. Like, you gotta gotta build your joke without somebody knowing that you're building it, and then go completely overboard, and they just walked into something they had no idea they were mm. like. It's really hard to explain. <clears throat> nah, yeah, it takes a lot. It's all good. I ain't mean to put you on the spot. I'm like, I'm interviewing this nigga. No, no, no. It's <laughs> it's cool, but yeah. yeah. Um, I just know you take it serious. I, I've seen you do stand up. I've seen you, you know, lock in and really lock in on the process of writing. So I just wanted to ask, like, how it was for you doing it now. Writing again? That yeah. shit is hard, bro. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like I took so much time not writing. Right. I don't even know where to start. And I've changed since the last time I wrote. So, but that shit is that shit is lit. That's <laughs> now that I be realizing like. That's that's what comedians get a kick out of. Like I'm different, like, and I got different shit to talk about now. Um, I'm on that same shit though. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> <clears throat> Enough about me. Let's move on. All right, man. So, um, also this past week, let's just talk about this. I forgot, but um, have you been watching March Madness? Absolutely. I've been man. off the entire week, so oh, yeah, I've yeah, been sure. I've been completely locked in my TV. Outside of just yesterday, when I tapped into BMF season finale, I tapped into the season premiere of Power Book 2 Ghost. Before that, from Thursday all the way till now, there's been nothing on my TV but college basketball. And it's been good basketball. Yeah, man. It's been some great-ass games. Same for me. When did they start? Wednesday, Thursday, whatever they started. They started Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Or Wednesday, period. Something like that. But the, the bulk of the games began on Thursday Thursday morning to afternoon. Gotcha. And just like you, man, my TV has been on nothing but the college basketball game. So I got YouTube TV, bro. They created like this new view just for March Madness. Yeah. They call it like multi-view or something. You basically um, have like a, every fucking screen, like a, a like multi-TV every, type yeah, shit. Man, every Sunday every, ticket. You have Sunday ticket for NCAA bro. March Madness. So I'm locked in on that. So I'm seeing every single game and then you could just instantly switch over to whichever one you want to be on and then it start playing the sound from that one. So yeah, I've been locked in on it for real. And I mean, uh, I just really thought that I wouldn't be because I, I don't really follow college basketball and March Madness like I did before as far as like knowing who's on Same. what team and who's the best. Like I'm just not locked in like that. But like you mentioned, the, these games have been so good, just nigga. Good. It's been hard not to watch it. 
I'm the type of person, like you said, I haven't been super locked into college basketball since the beginning of the season, um, but I'm always locked into March Madness. I'm the type of person, my sister was an AAU player growing up. I was an AAU player. You were an AAU player. Um, I can just go to a gym on a Thursday or a Friday and start a tournament and watch that shit play out because I know it's just going to be good basketball. I don't have to know who the players are or who the teams are. I know it's going to be good game. I know it's going to be shit talk. I know it's going to be a great environment, good basketball. So I'm just, I'm there to watch the entire tournament. It's the same thing with March Madness. It's close. Yeah. Um, it's win or lose. Some of these niggas have worked their whole life to this point yep. and lose it just like that. Yeah, man. You see upsets, Cinderella stories. You saw Furman in Virginia. That shit was crazy. Uh, th- there, were, <laughs> there were boys on the floor like it was Friday Night Lights, Corey. Crying. Hurt. Giving it all. Hurt. Giving it their all. Man. Letting it all out. Yeah, man. But We saw games like that when we were linked up on Friday. Mm-hmm. I forget. Uh, we saw the Baylor game Friday. Who else did we watch? It was some other games. But, yeah, that Baylor game was good. Um, I really can't remember who else we was watching there. But just looking forward to it, man. I know at this point it's round 32. Mm-hmm. So the next games who will win, they'll go to the, you know, the Sweet 16 and all. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to just the rest of this week to finish that out. We saw that Marquette game. That, that Marquette was close. Game was live, yes. Marquette and Vermont. Yes. Um, we saw Purdue. Um, Purdue went down They lost Last night Did you see that Or uh, My apologies Friday night FAU in Memphis Penny Hardaway Yeah Oh man I saw that Shout out FAU But it was it was sad to see Penny go down like that They kind of um, hold him too At the end You seen it Yeah I yeah, saw yeah, it yeah. TCU They pulled that out Great games man Um, Hell of a game Yep Hell of games I'm looking forward to Uh Watching more of this when I'm done potting. Yes, because sir. it's on right now. As we speak, March Madness <laughs> is being played. Furman's playing already. Damn, yeah. We need to hurry up. Absolutely. <laughs> Duke finna start. <clears throat> well, let's go ahead and move on. You ready to get into the music? Let's do it. All right. We only had one album to actually talk about or that we've heard. Mm-hmm. We got more albums to talk than just this one. But out of the ones that we've heard in full length, we've just got ESTG's new album, Mad. Right. We've heard this one. Once fully through, uh, and then I think we played it damn near all the way through again in pre-production earlier today. So we've sat with it for a little bit. How are you feeling with it, Corey? Uh, sounds okay. I'm not. I'm not really ready to grade it too much because, um, and we may have had it on. I know we played it when we linked up on Friday, but we was working at the same time. We watched yeah, we were talking basketball. over it. So like, I really don't remember it too much. It, like I said, even if we did finish it, and then in pre-production, same thing. It was on, but. Um, it's a lot going on, so I really just ain't been able to give it a close listen as much as right. I want to yet. But from the songs that I have heard, um, ESTG, we know he's a great artist, but sometimes the songs may get repetitive. Sometimes the beats may get repetitive. Um, but there's some standouts that I did. Like he had a Kanye sample on like the second song. Um, so it's just it's, it's a lot. But like I said, I'm not really ready to just go all the way in because I haven't heard it too much. I'd say the same. What I would say, just because I believe I was probably paying a little more attention to the album yesterday than you were. Um, I was closer to speaker number one, but um, I was controlling the volume, too. I like this. I'm not going to lie. I Over the course of it, there weren't any songs except for maybe one that we heard. We were like, ah, I don't like this. Let's move on to the next one. But there weren't any that we were just like, skip, skip. No, definitely not. It's good ESTG. 
there's the back and forth of do the artists need to change and switch their music up or do they stay the same and keep the fan base they have? If he's going to keep making a high level of what he's doing, I'm not mad at him making the same music. Facts, because it's working. It's working. For somebody like him, he's having a lot of success. Like you said, his fans, his core fan base may not want him to change up the sound. No, they don't. Just like you they mentioned. They want that gutter trap ass sound like he's giving them niggas. And yep. it works. Yeah, and it yeah. sounds good. Exactly. So why change it until you know you have to change it, essentially? So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. When it's broken, then we'll pivot. Mm-hmm. And if if we need to pull more of this auto-tune ESTG out of the bag, if we need mm-hmm. to put him with some of the female rap artists so we can get more of that money bag, yo, sexish type of vibe, we'll do that. But mm-hmm. right now, them bricks and them birds is doing it. <laughs> the streets is moving, man. You could have you would have thought this nigga was signed to FBG. <laughs> <laughs> FPG, real shit. Like, he's, but not nah, real talk. Everybody needs to be for real, for real. It's nice out here, but yeah. Shout out to ESTG. I am gonna play that some more over the course of this week. Like I said, just so I can get a better feel for it. Um, I was looking at the track list though. I do remember that song with Young Scooter. I do like that one. Yeah, that one was crazy. There was a Diamonds Are Forever sample on there. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the second song. Ball like Ball like me too. Is I, it? I think it's only fourteen songs. On the entire tape, but I think the one that had the, the yay sample was number two. But okay, it's it's two or three, one of the two. So um, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Check that out. We just had some other albums that we wanted to mention. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten into these. I'm looking through all three of these. There's only one that we really talked about. Money Man, Red Eye. He dropped a new album. Yeah, have, yeah. Have you heard that? Not all the way through. I heard a few songs. Um, there's an intro. The intro has Babyface Ray, so I played that off top. I like that one. Um, and I probably heard about three, four songs. Money Man's, and I'm just—I've always been a big fan of him. Another guy that's independent, uh, raps about you know luxury shit, advancing, being your best self, financial in, literacy, investing, yeah, financial literacy. So just shit that uh, separates him, bro. So it's always a good listen when he drops the tape. So I'll be playing that some more as well. You know what I told myself. I'm going to listen to Money Man's album and I'm going to listen to it at full length because I never really had a reason to not like Money Man. I just, once he stopped becoming or once he stopped being as relevant as he was in the rap game before, I just stopped listening to the point where he was still making music and I was like, oh, y'all niggas are still listening to that shit? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tune in. I'm going to give this yeah, a full yeah. length listen. And I'm going to let y'all know on Thursday whether or not I downloaded it to the phone or to the the iCloud or whatever it is I want to call it. Uh, Yeah. And we'll go from there, guys. For sure. Moving on. Lil' Keed. His posthumous album dropped, Gary. Keed talked to him, too. Uh, Haven't heard this also. I just wanted to mention that it was out. I mentioned it on the last episode. They had dropped a second single. It was called Self-Employed. For this tape, um, luckily, man, well, before he passed, he ended up having all these songs done, of course, but he even had music videos that were finished. So there's about three new music videos from Lil' Key that's out right now. Okay, that's good. With the album. So, yeah, they're doing a great job. Uh, who's ever still at YSL? I don't know who's keeping the lights on over there, but... <laughs> before you chill. Who's ever running it, bro? They're doing a good job of so far with Lil' Key. Before you move on, I just wanted to highlight that when you said music videos. Shout out ESTG. A lot of niggas aren't doing shit like that. He's got five to six music videos 
just on this album. Mm -hmm. And if you move back to the last album or one before that, I can't remember, he dropped a deluxe just for videos. Like he's he's doing his thing with these music videos. That's great. Yeah, but back to Lil' Keed. Um <clears throat> have you heard any of it? Just the singles that were out. I haven't heard any new song. Uh maybe the one with Young Thug. There is a song with Thug. I think I may have heard that, but no, I haven't given it. It's Saturday, you know. I just ain't had enough time yet. It's crazy to say this, car. What's up? <laughs> Lil' Keed. Lil' Keed's keeping the lights on and watch. Uh, man, no, I'll just I I'm just playing. I don't know who's keeping the lights on, though. Um, He's the last artist there. Who knows? At this point, are Gunna and and Young Thug are those are those wages like being garnished at this point? It's a Rico, so it has to be right. Uh, maybe not yet because they haven't finished with the case. But I feel like the other niggas. I feel got like out. assets would have been seized by now, or maybe frozen. Frozen, not frozen. Yeah, frozen. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think you could actually seize until there's a ruling in court. No, but frozen <clears throat> might be a better word. Yeah, for sure, probably frozen. That's why I said, like, because all his shit still say YSL, obviously they wouldn't change it, but um, I just thought of that. I was like, damn, he's the only one to release something. They they do have um, Dolly White. They have Car Carly, which is, ain't that like? Carly, his Jericho. Carly, his ex, yeah. That's Jericho, um, yeah. So they do have other artists. I'm not just saying Lil' Keith is just the only person there, but obviously when you don't have Thug and Gunna at the label, things are going to change. We know that. I just, I'm really, really, really having a hard time understanding how this label still exists, Corey. I don't even mean making money-wise because they've got enough music in the, the back catalog to make money forever. Ooh. How is <laughs> Who's keeping YSL... Still legally able to operate. I know there hasn't been a verdict, but they shut Murder Inc. down faster than this. Was there ever, uh, they shut them down before verdict, before ruling? Yeah, they beat those cases, remember? But I'm saying, like, during the time, like, did they shut them down? Absolutely. That's how they, they got the whole building raided and they got kicked out, nigga. <laughs> nah, bro, I know that. But I'm just saying, like, at that point, like, what did they have to go on? Like, what separates it? What's I, different here? That's what I'm I asking. I think what happened first was they had to take the name Murder out of the record label, yeah, and they just they, had to go to the Inc. The INC. <laughs> that's what they was calling it, the INC. But they can't. I don't I don't know, man. YSL? I don't that's know. That's the entire Rico. Yeah. I really don't know. I don't care if it's young. Successful life, <laughs> young young um young servants of the Lord. I said this. Young Surfer Life. Yeah. I said this when they got locked up. YSL stands for Young Servants of the Lord. Young sausage links. What? <laughs> Bro, no. why? <laughs> no, sir. No sausage links. <laughs> First off, nigga, I don't even do pork. No, 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 yeah. And, and young makes it like a Michael Jackson thing. Right. My fault. Come on. <laughs> No young sausage. <laughs> what is that? No, no young sausage links. No man. Um, I don't even want to talk about Lil Keith anymore. <laughs> I'm playing, man. But check out his album, man. Support, you know, Lil Keith. Obviously, God rest his soul. Always, man. It's unfortunate death. I believe he was 23 or 24 at the time of his passing. Yeah. Um, what was so, his his cause of death? Some uh, I can't. Some like he had like organ failures. Okay. It was, it was something. Yeah, okay. But, okay. 
Um, but yeah, man, like I said, just just support, you know, the album. If you mess with Lil' Kid, I'm going to check it out this week as well. I'll come back on Thursday and have more to say about that. Got it, got it. Um, we can move on to the last album that we had to talk about in the albums category for this week. And it was a cover album. We talked about this maybe a couple pods ago by T-Pain that was set to drop on Friday. It's called yep. On Top of the Covers. Yep, yep, yep. It was eight tracks uh, by Nappy Boy Entertainment and yep. Empire. <laughs> and it's out. He had covered tracks like A Change Is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke, um, Don't Stop Believing, Journey, uh, Sharing the Night Together, uh, Stay With Me Sam, uh, Sam Smith. Yup, yup. Damn, he did Sam Cooke and Sam Smith, same album. On me, and he got Tennessee Whiskey on there. Tennessee Whiskey. Now, track seven and eight, War Pigs and That's Life, we didn't hear those. Yeah, yeah, we stopped at number six. That's Chris Stapleton on that Tennessee Whiskey. Yup, yup. Uh, but yeah, man, how do you feel about it? I'm mixed on this, Corey. I like me. I'm mixed because content and music wise, this is horrible. <laughs> like I'm, I love T Pain, and he gave us a decade and a lifetime worth of hits that we have nothing to do but appreciate him for. Like, of course, um, legend in the game. But this is a besides maybe a change is gonna come. This is bad. This is high garbage. <laughs> um, high garbage. But what I said before about how he put in that work back in 04, back in 05, back in 06, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, of just nothing but hits to the point where he's a certified legend. After all of the hits that he's given us, yeah, if he's sitting back fat off of all the money he's made, even though we know the story of T-Pain or whatever, um, or his legendary status, and he's just like, you know what? I want to compile eight of my favorite songs, clear them, and cover them. T-Pain can fucking do that. He's earned that. Like That's that's what I mean. I'm conflicted because the music's bad, but he's earned this. Facts. He can do whatever he wants. Nobody can tell T-Pain, hey, you shouldn't drop that or you should go this route like you said. T-Pain is going to do whatever the hell he wants to do. So I have a list of rappers like that. <clears throat> we we have a list of rappers yeah, yeah. like that. I get your point, though, for sure. He's earned um, some fuck-offs. Some fuck-offs. We talked about that with certain yeah, artists. Yeah, for sure. He's earned the fuck-off. Yeah, yeah. Because I, um, I don't really like this one too much either. I love the idea of it just like you. Same. Know, uh, the concept, all of that. But yeah, it just it's not something I'm going to continue to play. Um, covers, the thing about... This type of cover, so on a normal cover, you know, they're just taking the original beat, same beat, and same doing their own thing. melody, right? It's the same song. This nigga, uh, he sampled yeah. and then changed the song up. So, like, really, the name of the song is what makes it the same as the previous one, and then the sample. But he has it's an entirely different beat on these, so it's a different type of cover album. Think of Marvin Gaye with the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> That's what this nigga did. <laughs> That's what this nigga did with every song he tried. Now, I love Marvin Gaye, and I love that Star Spangled Banner. That is hilarious. That's what he did. He went in, and he was like, man, I'm going to be Marvin. You're Terrence Payne. That's hilarious, man. It's not Terrence, is it? Is his name Terrence Payne? I don't know. If his name's Terrence Payne, like, (laughs) God, please tell me T-Payne's first name is Terrence. Please, please, please. Um, But it's a... It's worth listening to to see for yourself. For sure. Oh, his name's Fahim Rashad. <laughs> Fuck. Where'd he get T-Pain? Who knows? Man. Oh, I'm tripping. Come on now. Teddy pinned her ass down. Oh. 
I guess. Teddy Pendergrass? No, Teddy, no. Teddy Pendergrass <laughs> down. I know where the name came from, but yeah, maybe. Who knows, man? I don't know. But it's the nappy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck Nappy up. boy. Na- <laughs> and pretty boy. Yeah, You're man. You're crazy, dude. Um, the one that I wanted to talk about that probably sounded the best to me, even though we did skip it, it's track number four, Kari, called Scrangs. <laughs> Bro, stop playing. I'm being for real. Scrangs was the best one. No, it wasn't. It was a song. It was just an instrumental with strings. Whether we're talking a cello, violin, bass, whatever, guitar. It was. It was nice. What was your favorite song on that card that we heard? I don't have one. Maybe don't stop believing. <laughs> I love the original. Shout out to Journey once again. I could, I could. Um, he gave Journey a run for their money though. Bro, shut <laughs> up! No, he did not, man. I don't have a favorite though. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be playing this. I'm gonna just keep it real. <laughs> I'm not going. It's not getting saved. Download. I'm letting you know. I'm not playing this no more. I'm not gonna lie. Seven and eight is my favorite, and that's because we didn't fucking hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and T-Fan came up to me He's like What's your favorite tracks On my album The one I didn't fucking hear <laughs> And I ain't gonna listen Chill out man Shout out T-Pain though Because He gave us hits Forever Right <laughs> Bro Yes You already said that Oh man <laughs> Oh sheesh Straight out the bean channels <laughs> Man uh, See look Now you got me on T-Pain But not nah, real Fuego. talk I remember the album Rapper Turn Singer. Okay. I remember where um, I bought the album. Well, the album was bought for me at Walmart. Shout out to my people. They got, um, me, they got me the clean version. I was about to say, no, don't <laughs> shout out to your people. I know your people, and they shouldn't have got you that album Man. in 2005. You were eight? Yeah. We was at Walmart, though. They were selling the clean version, so they bought it. Then I ended up getting that explicit. I was about to say, to be completely honest, I love your parents. They shouldn't even bought you the clean version. Nah. There's some albums that you don't even need the clean version. To know what's going on. Is that what you're saying? What'd this, you say? yeah, you didn't. The clean version gave you a, a clear depiction of I what mean, was going on. I probably already knew, and that's probably why they bought me the, the album. Who knows? My people, you know, my people's on the music tough though. So like, yeah, yeah. Um, like the plot, <laughs> you can't get the Plies album even though it's clean. Oh, no, no, no. But no. if I on that, that'll get you. <laughs> but if I lick on that. That'll get you. Yeah. And I should have I should have censored all my shit. Come on now. I need to be better with that next time. It's all good. It's whatever. <clears throat> Do we have other albums we wanted to get into though? Albums, I think we're done for what we wanted to mention. There's a few songs though that came out we wanted to talk about. Really good songs that came out this weekend. Yeah, so let's start start with Usher, man. Usher told us last week or on the last episode that he was coming back to wake the R and B game. Up. He made an entire Instagram reel slash TikTok, whatever you want to call it. That nigga said he's on his way to wake R&B up. Hey, and you know he's coming through with uh, JD. JD, that confessions. JD stepped all over this weekend, apparently. He did, he did, man. But uh, Usher, but dropped, yeah. go ahead. Usher dropped a song called Glue. So he was not lying when he said that he's coming back to wake the game up. Uh, when we linked on Friday, I played this song for you. And you was like, is that Usher? It's because Usher is always, even when he was a young nigga, he was always on that grown and sexy shit. Correct. But 
Usher, even in the same realm of grown and sexy, has a way of reinventing every single fucking era. Usher has an era. So like the My Way era is completely different than the 8701 era. Is the completely different than the Confessions era, completely different than the Here I Stand. Right, right. Um, and so on and so forth. When I hear this, it doesn't sound like anything Usher's ever done before. And on top of that, it doesn't sound like anything that's out currently. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? So that's why I wanted to... Um, Male R&B artists aren't going there. Right, exactly. That's why I wanted to point out you asking that question because it makes you think like, oh shit, what else does he have in store if this is how he sounds on this song? There's not a male R&B artist in the game right now that can go there. Yeah, nobody can even sound like that, dude. Because of the deep voice that Giveon has, he can't even reach where Usher where that high. Where he, he was on high. glue. Yeah, he can't get that high. I love Lucky Day. <laughs> He's not going there with it. I love Masego. He he could probably hit the note. He's not doing it the Usher way. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Look at look at me uh fanning out for Usher because that's my favorite singer. Nah, it's it's the real. <clears throat> it's the real. The octave he was in on this entire track, incredible. High notes the entire track. Mm -hmm. um, and the content. This nigga's nasty. Glue? <laughs> what is it? What did he say? Stuck to you like glue? Is that what he said? Dripping down. Something like glue. Something out there like glue. Glue? Like glue. I'm going to let y'all listen to Glue by Usher. <laughs> it's an amazing track. But... I'm not diving into what the glue was right here. <laughs> I'll let you guys find out about the glue on your own. What yeah. the fuck? Check that out, man. But no, I agree, dude. So last thing I want to mention about Usher, when I heard this song, it kind of reminded me and you just mentioning errors, another error that I wanted to point out. The first time I heard Usher's Climax, the song Climax, let me- One of my favorite Usher tracks. Man, same, but I just remember how I felt at that point. It was like, oh, shit, nobody sounds like this. Nobody can take a song to this level, make it that relatable, you know, the way that Usher did it for me when I heard Climax. Same shit when I heard Blue. And this is in 2023 now. I'm like, damn, Usher can still do that to me. You know, maybe people are not hearing it like that, but I immediately had that effect when I heard Blue. I'm like, oh, shit, Usher is like the best in the game. Man, and now... It's I, ever since you said climax, I've been stuck on fucking climax. Song's amazing. That man. fucking track <laughs> is so good. Yep, yep. And with all of the rap and trap being introduced, how the fuck did that track carry me all the way through that year? See what I mean? That was the Daddy's Home album, and he was warming up again. But climax was amazing. It was a song that's like, oh shit, Usher's the only one who can do that, just like you mentioned. Nobody can do what he did on Climax. Let's wake it back up. Let's do it, man. I'm back. Shout out to us around them damn skates. We ready for that Confessions, too. I need it. Come on, man. I need it. I told you that. I almost damn near need it. I think we actually get Usher's album this year. I think so. There's a lot of people that you were expecting their album years and years and years ago. You're going to get it this year. It's because I said this a couple pods ago, too. If niggas are hollering that COVID shit, stopping, blah, 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 that's over. It's done. Niggas have no excuse to not be out anymore. 
with that being said, Cardi B is retired. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not dropping, man. Chill, chill. She nowhere in sight? Nope. Nikki drops before she does? Yep. Meg drops her new shit before she does? Nah. Wait. Meg drops her, her new shit before Cardi does? Probably, yeah. Because Meg will probably come this year. She's back outside now. You seen her? Oh, she's going to come this year? <laughs> chill, 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 chill. She's back outside, though. She was at the Vanity Fair. Yeah, she said she was working on a new album. Yeah, she's posting new pictures and stuff on Instagram. She's fully back as well. So, yeah, definitely getting that Meg this year, more than likely. Cardi could probably just do features for the rest of her life, right? She never has a dropping album. She almost, it's crazy you got me in this bag. She almost shouldn't drop another album. She shouldn't. Like, because, and I know we kind of talked about this before, but, like, I would be okay with her never dropping another album just because it may not go the same. It may sound good as far as the quality, the music, the lyrics, the features, whatever she does on the album, it's going to sound good. We know that the body of work will be respected. But what I'm talking about is everything that has come to Cardi since Invasion of Privacy. Yeah, and I got a hot take. The fame, the glamour, all the bells and whistles, right? I don't think she does that again on a second album simply from the album. You know what I mean? Like, Invasion of Privacy is why she's here where she's at now. I don't think a, another album can transcend her more than where she's at now at this point. So that's why I would say she probably almost shouldn't drop another album. Can we agree that in the 80s and 90s and maybe the early 2000s, the rap is a lot more conscious than it was before? I mean, than it is now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so you can see why it's fit that Maybe like a Tupac or the Nas is the standard back then, but the best rapper you can think of now, or people would say some shit like Drake nowadays. Yes. <clears throat> Cardi B, if she were to if she were to never make another album, she would stamp this generation like like Lauren Hill. Hot take, hot take. Cardi B came into this shit music wise and broke. Every fucking female rap record that could exist. Number one album, Grammy Award winning album, rap album of the year. Yeah, she beat Travis Scott Astro World that year. She beat Beer Bongs. And she just skated. This might be, and with, with all the success that she took from it, mm -hmm. this might be bigger and better than Lauren Hill. Because if you think about like the last 10 years of rap, female rap, the only name that you really have to say is Cardi B. I mean, you can still say Megan and Lotto, but those enter toward the late 2010s. You have Cardi B. You got Nikki, but. Nikki and Cardi. The biggest one? Yeah, Nikki, Cardi. I'd say Nikki's the best. The biggest one is, is Cardi. Yeah, Cardi's been big since 2015. <clears throat> She's been the biggest since 2015. She never has to drop again. And she will she will be still the biggest female rapper of all time. Nikki's fans are gonna hate that, dog. One out. They gotta eat the that. Barbs are gonna hate that. I know one, we gotta man. eat that. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put me in it every time. Yeah, we me and the barbs, we gotta eat that, bro. Gotta eat that one. Um it's tough though. But no, shout out to to fucking Cardi B. <clears throat> Do you see her dropping another album, Cardi? 
I real shit. <laughs> you can't stop asking the question. I'm being for real. No, I, I know, I know. I can't see her ever dropping another album. I, I real real talk say no, she never drops another album. Ever? I think we get one dog sometime, but I mean, also I'm kind of on the fence because if we did get to a point 20 years from now and Cardi B has took the Lauryn Hill route and only given us one album, I wouldn't be shocked. If she gets a reality TV deal with Offset, you'll never get another album. Please, if y'all ever want music from Cardi B again, don't let her sign a TV deal. (laughs) Or get a big-ass brand like Rihanna's. Oh, my God, don't let her get a hold of some shit like Fenty. Yeah, if she got millionaire status, we're never getting, I mean, uh, billionaire status, we're never getting another album. I can promise you that. Absolutely. Don't let her find the one product that works. Come on now. Matter of, I hope it happens. Like, right, sure. it'll be cool. Get a billion. We don't need the sophomore album. We don't. It's been, been tight. It's been five years. No, it really has at this point. We're in March. It's been five years. Good take. Man. <clears throat> All right, yeah. Well, let's move on to the next track. We said that Jermaine Dupree was smoking this whole weekend. Currency and Jermaine Dupree dropped a new track called Essence Fest. Yup, yup. Uh, it's for an album that they got coming out. Yeah, that they've been working on for years at this point. Uh, they let us know the name is going to be called For Motivational Use Only. So this is the first single, like we mentioned, for that upcoming project. Sounds good, man. Um, it's very high energy. That's our favorite thing to say. Uh, but it's it's a lot of energy behind this song. JD is a lot of instruments and different sounds and noises on the beat. Um, which I'm looking forward to because I really don't know how they're going to take this tape. Because this sounds good. I love this, but Currency is just such a, he likes slower beats as well. So I'm like, when is Jay, or how is JD going to make Currency sound good on his beats? I'm looking forward to it. What I will say, the reason why I'm not worried, producer after producer after producer has showed me Spitter can rap on anybody's Any beat. beat. I agree. He I'm, can rap on anything. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm not worried. I'm just looking forward to it. Looking Absolutely. Forward to it, but to uh, seeing what it's going to sound like? To what yeah, it's yeah. going to sound like. But yeah, no, you're correct. Spitter can, Spitter can go any flow, any beat. He, If he wants to be on beat, he'll rap on beat. If he right. wants to rap off beat, he'll rap off beat. He can rap on anything. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear this too. Facts, it's going to be fire, bro. <clears throat> I'm loving these producer-artist connections that we're getting. Um... You mean like like Hit Boy, collabs, Soul Child, collabs, yeah, I'm type loving, shit. I'm loving that shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All across the board, we're getting a lot of you know good projects, for sure. Um, we got one more track that we need to talk about. Black. It's called Fatal Attraction. This yep, is another yep. single for his upcoming album. This comes out what this Friday? This Friday. Fatal Attraction is coming on the album. Since I have a lover, mm-hmm. the name of the album. I heard this track once. I'll let you get into it, Car. It sounded sounded good. It sounded good, guys. No, I, I like this song the most, man. So right now, currently, he has four songs out. The first single was Since I Have a Lover, the single. Um, and then he dropped another one called Talk Back. This one, Fatal Attraction. And then he has a song that he dropped from an EP in 2021 called Rent Free. That's going to be on the album as well. But out of the three new songs, I like Fatal Attraction the most because this one sounds like the old black. The black that we know. The first one, Since I Have a Lover, is, remember, he took that more alternative route. Mm-hmm. And it's 
don't get me wrong, it's not bad. I just don't like it that much right now. I feel like placement is going to do that song very well. Hopefully, it's placed in a good spot. It's number three on the album, according to the track list right now. Um, but Fatal Attraction, man, that's the black, that's East Atlanta Love Letter Black. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's free black album. <laughs> he just got into his bag on that, which just sounds more like his style, his flow. For all um, the black fans, y'all, y'all know what he's talking about. What you mean? Oh, the the tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I'm letting you have this one because Facts. I can't tell you niggas what good black is because <laughs> good black. I don't listen to black like Facts. that. But no, uh, last thing, man. I am on the fence. We kind of talked about this on Friday. You mentioned how you hope you didn't have to eat your words. What you said about black. I'm hoping the same as well because right now with these three different songs, I don't know how this album is going to sound. Uh, so I may have to eat my words on black. That's the being yeah, I, that guy like you were talking about. I told you that on Friday yeah. because I've been very critical of Black in the uh, the past pods, but there's a lot of hype around Black's album dropping on Friday. Certain albums, when the artist is big enough, you can feel the hype. Yep. This week has started. You can feel the hype building around this album. It's slated to be one of those. He hasn't dropped since, what, 2017 or 18? East Atlanta Love Letter was? 18. Yeah. So yep. five years in the making, one of the biggest artists in the game. I'm going to have to give this a full-length listen. And if it's amazing, I'll eat all the words that I said before. There are tracks. I lie, guys. There are tracks on East Atlanta Love Letter that are really hitting like that. Yeah, yeah, we know. But um, No, we know. <clears throat> I just haven't been an overall big fan, but I'm gonna check this out. And if it's amazing, it's amazing. It gets downloaded to the phone, and we'll live with it from there. Move on. Yep. But yeah, I don't think we had any more albums or singles to talk about that were out at the moment. Mm-hmm. We had one to talk that's dropping. Hit Boy Surfer Drown is dropping this Friday. Jeez. He's got a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten tracks. I can live with that. And he's got features by uh, Nas. He's got a track called The Tide featuring Nas. He's got two Dom Kennedy samples, a currency sample, Alchemist. We feature. just talked about that track. You said who else? Feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What did yeah. I say? Sample. My apologies. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Features from Nas, two features from Dom Kennedy, Currency, Alchemist, James Fauntleroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another one on there, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, a couple think, others. <clears throat> yeah, Avalino, that's a, a UK rapper. That song's already out. I heard it. But um, no, nah, man, I'm looking forward to Hit Boy album, EP, whatever project this is going to be. 10 songs, bro. He's killing it right now, not only from his solo rap, but on everybody's fucking beat that he gets on, he's killing it. So I'm looking forward to playing that. I'm going to play that first. I ain't going to lie to you. And the thing that's really doing it for me, I just saw this in the corner too. He's killing this, and for the past few years, he's been killing this on his own label that he's owning all these masters. Yep. So this might be one of the first, whether it's a producer or an artist or um, a rapper or whatever, this might be one of the first artists we've seen step into their prime independent. Mm, that's good. That's a good take. Yeah. He, has a, he has a way around the industry to be able to connect with those that he wants to, but it seems as though he's tapped into the biggest of the big when it comes to what feels or seems like that underground scene. Yeah, yeah. When you think about the alchemist, 
he's the biggest of the biggest of the big of underground. He's he's huge underground. Um, Dom Kennedy, we crown him as like the king of the underground. Um, Nas, Nas is one of the ones that he was always huge coming up, but he was kind of the black sheep to Jay-Z. Jay-Z got the fame, but Nas was the rapper. Um, he just has a real creative way of, of making his way around the game with people like him mm-hmm. independently. And I've never seen anybody link up with all of the great independents and make it feel mainstream. And make it sound good and it actually be successful. You know, niggas are try shit and sometimes it just don't work. Everything that Hit Boy has so far, putting his hands on everybody that he has collabed with or worked <clears throat> with, whether it be an entire tape or just singles or even shit that he's doing on his own, man, he's putting out quality every time. That's something that I just feel like needs to be understood. Like, he not missing on too much. Maybe nothing at all. Hit Boy is really, now that I'm, now that I'm looking at it, he's breaking through the mainstream. That's crazy. You don't see artists that are independent really break through the mainstream and you consider them in their prime. Most artists, when they're in their prime, is that time they're signed to a label. They like they're killing shit there with the label. They've got the best of the best producers working with them. They're getting features from just about the hottest of the hot in the game right now. We haven't heard a little baby feature from Hit Boy. <laughs> we haven't heard a little Dirk feature. We haven't heard a Glorilla feature. And this nigga's still at the tip top. And it's crazy. He making all they beats. He may not have a feature, but he making they beats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even <laughs> mean know, it like that's that. What I know. I'm just saying, though. So even though, yeah, on the artist side, he ain't eating. He's still eating. He said he's Kanye's uh, he's Kanye's best son. Yeah. <laughs> that's lit. I fuck with it. Uh, I can. Everybody always can uses Ye as, as the best. Who was it? Big Sean? Yeah. Kanye's best protege, prodigy, whatever he said. Chance the Rapper. I met Kanye West. I'm oh, never it, going it to chance. fail. It was Chance, I think, who actually said that, yeah. But same shit. I mean, and then there was that little freestyle that, that Justin Bieber remixed with the same shit. Do I remember that? When was that? Um, He said something in his, his, that little freestyle that he did up on Hot 97 or some shit like that when he went over the, the Otis beat. <laughs> I think I may remember that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to run that back. Niggas really look at Kanye like the fucking beacon. But <laughs> I guess if we're not considering no ID, kind of put Kanye in the game. So if we're not considering no ID like a son of Kanye, then I might be able to agree with some of this. Who are Kanye's sons, producer wise? I don't know, Kari. Hit. Nah, <laughs> I hit. Know. Hit ain't his best. Nah, son. nah. I just play. Do you know who I'm headed with? This is his best son. Producer wise. Trav. Oh, okay, duh. Travis is Kanye's best son. Duh. I just thought you were saying somebody that's strictly a producer. That's why I wasn't thinking Travis Scott. Kick, I mean, uh, yeah, Kick Cuddy, Cuddy maybe. Too? Yeah, Cuddy in there, Travis Scott for sure. Uh, um, Producer-wise, I really don't know. Trav. I mean. Yeah, he's the number one for sure. Yeah, he's all around the board uh, as a son of Kanye West. All right. Damn. Do you give it to Travis Scott or do you give it to Kick Cuddy? That's the number one. I think I'm going to give it to Travis Scott all the way around because artist-wise, it could be an argument neck and neck Absolutely. for both of them. But I'm talking about overall you person. You production in. Production, but I'm talking about overall artist, person, attitudes, persona. Like, 
personality. Oh, don't do that, Corey. No, no, I'm saying like I'm not saying this in a negative. He's way. He's doing the Drake two birds one stone style. <laughs> it's not even a negative way. I just think Travis is more like Kanye in that regard. In that oh, okay. respect, even um, when it comes to touring shows, he's an animal on concerts, the stage. He got that from Ye. Yes, he did. Cuddy has great shows, but it's not as animated like that. So that's what I mean. Like Travis Scott has more areas to me if we comparing those two. Where he appeals more to Kanye, in my opinion. You're right. So, but yeah. I was with Travis with you anyway. Um, so you might need to hold that hit, boy. <clears throat> you might, you might got to hold that one. Yeah, man. Shout and, out to hip, though, bro. And did Hit Boy tell him where his daughter's birthday party was going to be? He did. No. Did Travis? Know, it, was, it, was, it was Travis, <laughs> right, right? So shout out Trav <laughs> right, for right, staying right. real. So Because only Trav and Meek Mill was going to do it. Thanks. Like, how did Meek Mill get thrown into that? Why was Meek there? He was like, thank you, Meek Millie. Why was Meek Mill there? I don't know. I don't know. He said only Travis and Meek Mill would give him the address. Why was Meek Mill at Kanye's <laughs> West daughter's birthday party? Who Think about it like, like this on the even larger scale. <laughs> Who we doing? Why was Meek invited and Kanye wasn't? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Kanye wasn't invited to his daughter's birthday party yep. and Meek got to enjoy that cake and ice cream. <laughs> I might slap the fuck out of him. Like, Meek had to give him that address. Are you kidding me? So did Travis fucking Scott. Yeah, Let yeah. Let's stop playing with Ye, bro. <laughs> For real. Like, what's... Man. Speaking of Kanye, in the latest Kanye West news, he got all those charges from... Um, remember when he ran up to those yeah. ladies and slapped that phone out? Yeah, I saw that. They dropped all those charges. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and move on into more news, Corey. Where are we at with it next? Oh, shit. Puma. So we got this we got this interview that came out. I don't know who it was that did an interview with Black Sam. Yeah, it's Black Sam and Earn Your Leisure. Oh, okay. Earn Your yeah. Leisure. Shout out them niggas. Man, them niggas eating, bro. In that real shout estate, um, financial literacy space. Killing it. We don't shout too many niggas in the podcasting world out, but when you putting young black men and black men in general on game that we should have been on 20, 30, 40 years ago that we're behind, mm-hmm. but we need to take a step forward mm-hmm. in our finance. Shout out on your leisure. Them niggas is going crazy. Yes, sir. Um, but okay, they were doing an interview with Black Sam, and he mentioned that Puma, not because of any sales, not because of any merch that's out, just off the strength, Puma still invests money every single year into Nipsey Hussle's children's trust fund. Yes, sir. I got the quote. It says, This is Black Sam. After everything, they came back to the table and made sure the kids were set up straight. It had nothing to do with the sales of clothes or the success of the capsules. Just off the top every year, they hit the kids in the trust fund. They did right for Hustle. That's love. That's love, man. And to think about a company as huge as Puma that, of course, just has the money laying around somewhere right. that they're using it for uh, the right things. That's amazing because you don't hear it. You don't hear shit like that from Nike or Adidas. Hell no. Hell no, you don't. When Kobe passed, they were already to sell this nigga's. And Gianna's fucking shoe without him. Yep, without was. Vanessa's okay. Uh-huh. Just looking at the, the price tag, man. So, yeah, I agree with you. Big shout out to Puma for that. It's good to see, like, not only artists, athletes as well, you know, going the Puma route. Because to me, it has seemed like it is more of a home family feel. Maybe everybody's still going to care about money. It's still like, that. It's, they, it's money at the end of the day. But, like, it's more personal with Puma to me. It's still that third or fourth largest conglomerate when you think of that sports apparel world you, right. you still got puma sitting up there next to 
Nike, Adidas. It's just not that top, top one. You got Nikes, Adidas, Reebok, then I think you got Puma. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it does it does have a more family home. You feel um, it, right? think so i think i feel that yeah it's one of those things where like when you look at the music video and you see that you have to be drake or dirk to get clearance to go be at the nike <laughs> the nike headquarters and shit right, like right. that nick's not doing that puma seemed like some shit like you can you can take a ticket and go get a tour <laughs> facts for the low yeah for the, for the free come tour the puma headquarters 30 dollars tickets <laughs> They take you around on a trolley and shit. You can get them hoes on Groupon. Yeah, they sell chocolate covered bananas and shit as you walk by, like it's Six Flags. Yeah, yeah, they got dipping dots. <laughs> That's funny. Yo. Puma got dipping dots. They got dipping dots. I'm not shitting on Puma. We want that deal. <laughs> Facts. I mean. No cap, man. Sign me, man. We man. want that Skechers deal, nigga. Yeah, what, what, what do we need? I'm going to put them Hillies back on if I got to. I'm going to let you know right now, Carter. <laughs> too far. Yeah, I, we might have went too far with Skechers. Like no, nah, sketches be throwing that bag. I see that commercials. But if if sketches threw it that like threw us that bag, and they were like in every Instagram picture, you gotta have these sketches on. Bro, I'm gonna rock the hell out of them sketches. Are you kidding me? Yes, I'm gonna rock them sketches. Maybe we we come in with some new styles, some new flow around there. Kanye's we I gotta bring Kanye. <laughs> right, we gotta they bring all new nigga. Brand. They kick Kanye out of sketches. <laughs> you know how that went down, nigga. Yeah, man. Um, but. At the bare minimum for me, I was like, when I saw Jack Harlow get with New Balance, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, you could probably work that. We would have to go into Skechers and design a shoe. Let's do it, man. You don't think we Skechers could, we hit could us could up? Do it? You don't think we could do it? Absolutely. Um, what about Shaq? No, nah, I'm gonna let Shaq have it. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Which is crazy. No, I really, really tripping because Shaq know the game. Absolutely, because he he hit he hit us in Walmart, Kmart stores like that where it's affordable. I was gonna say where it's affordable. Yeah, and it appeals to more people, millions more people. You know, so shit, Shaq may actually have a route. And let's just be real. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What's up? <clears throat> it's only us materialistic niggas that go in and buy the shit, and young white kids that want to emulate us. Um, but it's it's really only us as materialistic niggas that go in and buy all those designer shoes and. Jordans and shit like that. Shaq is making more money because there's white folks and black folks and Hispanic folks and Asian folks and Middle Eastern folks that go in Walmart and don't have it and they just pick up the pair of Shaqs. They just get the new Shaqs, man. Oh, I said it's smarter, Loki. Absolutely. He's way smarter. Yeah. We might need them Shaqs. (laughs) Hey, if you see me in them Shaqs, don't tell nobody. No. (laughs) <laughs> Don't tell nobody. The thing about it is, in eighth grade, I had a pair of shacks. Oh no, they weren't shacks. Uh, they were. Uh, they were and they one. Were and one. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I had a pair of fucking and ones. Oh, and man. the thing about it is, my man. friends got on my ass, but they really only got on my ass to a minimum. Because they knew I didn't want to wear them and they knew I didn't have to wear them. What happened was Christmas, I opened up a pair of shoes and my dad, for some reason, got me this fucked up pair of New Buck suede. And once I can see the silver shiny ass logo (laughs) on the side, but they were and one and I wore them to school during the eighth grade. Because I wanted my dad 
to to know I was grateful for the gifts that he bought me. Correct. So um I had other shoes to wear. We was we was starting to get shoes by then. But uh I put the I put the air that's not the air, the and ones on <laughs> probably once a week. It was not airs. Yeah, no, no, no. They went air <laughs> they shit. They was ands. Yeah. <laughs> I went air shit, they nigga. Ands. And one, and you look stupid. <laughs> and you need to take the motors <laughs> off, little boy. <laughs> and you're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> and you need to tell your daddy. Right. But and, I and he know he's wrong for that. Yeah, but the thing is, <clears throat> growing up, always knew. Damn, look at me getting, getting deep. Yeah, 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 deep. yeah. Go ahead. Always go knew ahead, Mom man. Dukes made more than pops. Okay. So, Mom Dukes always went the hardest on. On Christmas, and sometimes my pops really didn't even have it to get us shit for Christmas. Gotcha. So when he came through with the shit on Christmas, I'm like, all right, the nigga, he, he did something for you. Me. You did something. Yeah, yeah. I gotta appreciate the shit. Thanks. I'm a rocket. And I even remember this was eighth grade, right? You yeah. Said, I remember you telling me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grade. I told, I told y'all you, that. You told us like pops bought these for me. I'm gonna wear them for pops. Y'all knew I knew what style right, was right, back right. then. I wouldn't have just, <laughs> I wouldn't have just bought the the N ones and right, right, right. wore them <laughs> shits to school. But yeah, I want you to know. I heard what you said in eighth grade. I heard what you said, <laughs> but I said, boy, fuck that, nigga. <laughs> motherfucking and ones <laughs> off right now. Bro, man. Nah, I'm playing, bro. He's not kidding. He's not kidding. And the thing like, about yeah, it, foul mouth, me as a teacher, <laughs> I be thinking about some of the foul mouth shit that we said. I literally would walk in and hear niggas go, take them motherfuckers <laughs> off, nigga. And uh, Kari seems like the, <clears throat> the logical, nice, cool, calm, collective one these days. And he was even then but everybody becomes a product of their environment standing Correct. next to all the niggas that aren't. Are you kidding me? So even at Kari's smartest, oh, he was on your ass back then. Yeah. And the niggas were, that we, Kari was with yeah. or that we were with, they're even harsher than Kari. So I, I got it. Yeah, bro. I got it over them shoes. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like, we was able, because these days, you know, like, <laughs> niggas act like they can't even scold no more these days because niggas, they, they feelings hurt. But yeah, man, we didn't care about none of that because it was love at the end of the day. Like, not for everybody though. For us though, I'm saying like our group. Like, if we get on your ass, bro, like it's it's love. So it's not. It's love, bro. If, Kari, it, if it wasn't, bro, it's love. There were there were points in time on our eighth and ninth grade year. Yeah. We would point out random students that did not have the correct attire on, and literally ridicule them in front of everyone. So, yes, <laughs> I was saying between us, ah, like me getting on you, you is still love. But no, yeah, any, like we said earlier, anybody could, could get it back then. Oh, Nobody was safe, bro. Nobody. <laughs> it, it didn't matter. <laughs> and there was even a day, and Kari, I fucking hate Kari. What did I do, man? Fuck Kari. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck Kari. <laughs> All right, so Kari's such a wannabe cool fucker. What? All right, Kari. Oh, my goodness. So, in eighth or ninth grade, I think this one actually moved on into ninth grade. We were really stylish growing up, and we just so happened to have parents that were fortunate enough to support us. To support us and and have us dressed in that shit. We had that shit on. Um, We had that polo on damn near every day. But. Everybody from the polo game, the Ralph Lauren polo game knows, you have USPA. 
<laughs> the United States Polo Association, <laughs> or for hood niggas, the United States Polo Assassins. <laughs> Since for some reason you niggas can't pronounce association or read it, uh, yeah. they just see the SSSN and they be like, oh yeah, the assassins. Assassination. But um, <clears throat> we would truly bully kids that did not have real or true Ralph Lauren on and they had the USPA. Do you know where I'm going where I'm saying fuck you, Kari? No, I don't. Listen. There was a day that myself, Kari, and Stevie, y'all have heard Stevie, friend of the show, decided to parody this, this day. And we all picked USPA shirts to wear to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, you follow? <laughs> no, but yeah, you fucking no. following me? <laughs> no. So we just thought it'd be a funny ass joke. We wear polo every day. Why don't we just pick the bummy, the USPA shirts, and us three will wear them as a joke? It's 2011 and 12. Cell phones are a thing. <laughs> I message Kari. I message Stevie. I let everybody know. Hey, tomorrow's gonna be the day we're gonna wear <laughs> the USPA shirts. I hit Stevie back. I mean, Stevie hits me back. He says, all right, we're going to wear the USPA shirts. Kari hits me back. All right, we're wearing the USPA shirts. I show up to school. Why does Kari have a fucking polo on? No way. Nigga, I, I shut the fuck I don't remember this. I swear to God. Up, Kari. I swear I don't. Oh, I wish we could call Stevie right now. <clears throat> Did Stevie show up in one? Yes. Why didn't I wear So one? we both showed up. In USPA. I'm a bad friend. Absolutely, <laughs> you're a bad friend. And we had to explain the joke. Like, I feel like, I mean, niggas got it because they saw me and Car, like, I mean, Carly, me and Stevie in it together. But had they seen all three of us, they would have known exactly what we were doing. But Carly fucked all of that up. And we damn near got ridiculed for wearing USPA. <laughs> Halfway through the day, I changed my shirt because it wasn't really a joke anymore. It wasn't worth it. Like, what the fuck, Carly? It's not a joke. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. On this pod. 2023, I apologize. You're about 12 years late. Shit. About 12 years late. Oh, well. Guys, there's a laundry list of those things that Kari did. And you know, it's crazy, man. Like, looking back, you be telling me some shit that I did. I'm like, bro, maybe maybe I was a horrible person. Maybe I, I was just wanted to be. Bro just wanted to be cool. I that nigga did cool. not want to put cool. that USPA on. And he knew cool. we had that fucking deal, bitch ass. Yeah, that's crazy. Because... There was another time when we all, this was the entire school, but you remember when we all came in. So oh, y'all boy. remember the era where niggas was wearing cargo shorts, white tees and cargo shorts, and we probably got on some Chuck Taylors, nigga, Wiz Khalifa style. But we was all rocking that, right? This was middle school, huh? The seventh, eighth grade? What, let, what let grade me, was this? This was ninth grade. Let ninth me give grade. a little backstory. Go ahead. We usually don't have an assembly every single year mm. to start off the code of conduct. That's what it was. We were such a rowdy group that they made sure we had an assembly at the beginning of the school year, ninth grade. The class of 2015, we have to get these these niggas in order. If you remember, they they had one in seventh grade for us when we came in. They were like, hey, we already heard (laughs) y'all are the worst fucking group we've had. We're going to get this in order. They obviously didn't get it in order because they had us right back in their ninth grade for the same (laughs) conversation. And inside of this conversation, I'm sitting with the fucking culprits of this shit. Shout gang, out, gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna Shout name out the names. Gang. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, you'll yeah, yeah. you'll hear that in a moment. <laughs> <clears throat> they're going over the dress code, and they're outlining specifically 
what is appropriate, what is not, and what is so inappropriate that it would be considered gang affiliation mm-hmm. and or gang activity. Right. Man, you know it's gang, 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 gang type shit. <laughs> Come on now. Um, can't, so, you can't tell. A, this was, what were we, 15? We were f- 14, 14 and 15, 15, yes. You can't tell a 14, 15-year-old. <sighs> but yeah, go ahead. So the moment... They go, they have a projector up there. They're going through different slides. They talked about the gang activity with the clothing. The moment they told us what we couldn't do as a gang, niggas looked over and said, Look, this is what we're going to do. All right. Tomorrow. tomorrow. And I mean, tomorrow. Nigga, we didn't need two days. We didn't need to line it up for a week. Tomorrow. Everybody's going to have the same shirt, a pair of cargo pants. White socks, black shoes. I mean it. Same shirt, <laughs> cargo shorts, white socks, black shoes. <clears throat> we uh, we had sent the memo out. Everybody was sending that fucking memo out. It was getting out to the students. It wasn't getting out to no teachers. It wasn't getting out to no admins. And this was before uh, group text, group messaging. So this is a chain. What do they call it? A chain message? This is word of mouth. Ma- yeah, it's a chain message <laughs> and it's word of mouth. Yeah, for but sure. yes, if you were a class of 2015 kid... At that school, you got a text message that night on what to wear. Yep. We ride the bus, Kari. When I showed up to the bus stop, there were two other niggas already dressed like that. I see Kari. The bus stop is angled like an L or a backwards L. I come up the short side of the L. Kari comes down the long side of the L, and we meet at the point of it. Right. <clears throat> Kari comes down this long fucking side. I can see Kari walking up from, from the time he leaves the house because he has to walk straight down to the bus stop. I can see his fucking outfit. He's wearing a fucking outfit. <laughs> we get on the bus. There's niggas wearing a fucking outfit on the bus. We're fucking lit. But the thing is, we haven't gone to school yet. Right. So we really could. It could just be us. We don't know. Mm-hmm. What it takes is walking into the school. It's a little early. So everybody eats breakfast in the morning. You go to the cafeteria. That's where everybody, if you're, if anybody's anybody in middle school at this school, you're at the fucking cafeteria for breakfast. All the popular girls, they were at their own table for lunch, not lunch, for breakfast in the cafeteria. All the niggas, they were at their table. This, that was our table. Mm-hmm. When we turn the corner... It's not a door. It's it's a, a wide a wide uh, opening to yeah, just walk like into double doors, or whatever. Yes, um, when we walked in, Corey, everyone in the fucking lunchroom had the exact same outfit on, <laughs> to the point where when we walked in, we were we were popular, we were pretty lit. Uh, everybody just started screaming when we walked in. Them niggas caught on to it immediately. <laughs> um, I don't know if the lunch lady signaled it. Somebody. Bro. If the teachers did it. But walking back from breakfast, going to first period, I saw some of my friends getting grabbed. Was say, we knew he was in trouble. <laughs> uh, it didn't take no time, bro. It was like 10 minutes later we knew we had fucked up. <laughs> We were, we were in some shit immediately. Yeah, bro. Uh, I promise kids were getting grabbed before first period started. <laughs> As I'm walking into classes, I'm hearing teachers go, I don't know what you think, but you're not going to get to keep that on. 
down to the point where a lot of my friends did have to sign gang forms like um yeah. what were those they were like uh gang investigation forms or things yeah. like that but um that's crazy somebody had to snitch because they got like they got the niggas who organized they got the, the exact text. niggas who yeah. organized the text so yeah i think and now that i'm in admin in school they're kids and they them niggas snitching. are yeah they were snitching if you put enough pressure on them, they're going to rap. Yeah. yeah, we're going to call you. Oh, my God, it was Malik. <laughs> Malik did it. Shout out, Malik. Bro. Right, bro. Shout out, bro. <laughs> oh, <it was> Malik. <laughs> God damn it, he's going to kill me. He did it, though. That's the crazy part. I know, they, I know. They had that nigga, Oh, bro. man, they had Malik's they number. Had Malik, they had That's that nigga crazy. in the office signing gang for him. Man. man. Oh, and he ended up going to the military being mad successful. Shout out that nigga, Malik. See, man. Maybe it was uh, written. Absolutely. Once again, 3.0. Oh my God, yeah. They just, that gave him a 180. He turned his life around. No more gang shit. <laughs> Let's go to the military. He said gang gang. He said no, no. No, no, no. <clears throat> That's funny as hell, man. But it was it was, uh, it was a good time. Yeah, man. So they was pulling us, just the last thing, they was pulling us out of class. So for those that did make it to first period, I was able to yes. make it to first period. But I could, my seat, I remember, I could kind of see out the niggas just walking walking to yeah so you know you know classroom doors is just like a little rectangle for the window right maybe it's probably not like a big glass window on the hell but you can just kind of see niggas getting pulled i just kept seeing white somebody stopped by my window like it's over bro it's over they got us so look i remember i had a jacket i brought i tried to put a jacket on bro they still pulled me out man they sent us to was it the nurse yes they sent you to the nurse to change your clothes oh my god however i was a smart nigga I knew the night before. I was like, <laughs> like this is not good. I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is probably gonna go south AF. AF wasn't even a thing back then, <laughs> but I knew it. I said it's going south AF. Yeah, <laughs> south yeah it's, two, it's 2011 or 12. I'm like, it's going south as fuck. Just <laughs> going south Padre Island right now. Uh, <laughs> I put a change of clothes in my backpack. I don't know if y'all remember. I did, but by third period, oh, nigga, I was. <laughs> Nigga out on the basketball oh my god, I was, I was in picture day clothes. <laughs> oh, my God. They were like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, How did bro. you not? The- you niggas are stupid. Oh, yeah, because, bro, so we, that's, yeah, you're correct, because you came out with a whole fit. We getting sent to the nurse office, so it's just whatever they got. Niggas got on 3X shirts. I changed my whole fit. Shirts that got holes and shit, so, like, <laughs> we look fucked up for the rest Fucking of the day. Fucking peasants. Like I said, I brought a little hoodie, so I had my hoodie on. I was oh my straight. god, I was LRG down. Yeah, nigga, you was <laughs> this nigga had on Levi's, everything. I'm like, bro, what's going on? Oh y'all niggas they bring you on five fourteens? Nah, bro. I not. thought everybody bring their raincoats. <laughs> not today. The fuck? This oh. nigga went to get a motherfucking raincoat. Yeah, oh. yeah, I had my shit. I'm so glad we brought that up, man. That's amazing. Absolutely, good like, ass times, man. I haven't talked about that in years, bro. Me either. That's amazing, bro. <clears throat> I remember hearing Dario as he was getting his clothes taken, reciting Dave Chappelle going, give me my shirt back, my shirt back, my shirt back. Bro, Bro, we were crazy as kids, man. Just insane, man. Oh, my. That's funny. Are you ready to move on to other crazy kids? Let's move out of that, man. NBA young boy. Crazy. (laughs) Crazy kids. All these these meddling kids. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Was that Crocker? Is that Crocker? No, that's. Any nigga that ever got caught on Scooby Doo. Ah, Scooby Doo. Right, Crocker's right. when you have to deal with it. Fairly young parents. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga hit oh, three man. different fucking. Fairly young parents. Broke every bone in his body. That nigga Crocker and Crocker, still never got bro. that boy Timmy. That's crazy. Shout out to Timmy. Absolutely. Real Shout stepper. out to Shout out. Absolutely. And not the other Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> Why is every nigga named Timmy a real stepper? I don't know. 
Cause I don't know. Little Timmy got the <laughs> got the blicking. Timmy Turner. <laughs> Timmy Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Even uh what's bro from good music? Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. He was honor. Ooh, ooh. Don't let don't let that rap money slow up. I'm scared of what he <laughs> might do. Nah, but uh we were here to talk about NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy's house arrest rules have been modified. Uh he's actually received fewer restrictions than before. Right. <clears throat> do you have more on it or you want me to go into it? Uh yeah, I think I got a little bit more. So it says the court issues, this written order, modifying condition number 18 and condition number 19 of the order setting conditions of release document. This was filed on October 27th. So these are the charges. I'm sorry. I thought I No, no, those are the motions I have them here. Oh, okay. Um yeah. number 18, those were the 18 and 19 were the ones that were removed. Oh, okay. 18 gotcha. was no more than 3 persons may visit NBA Youngboy at his home at any time. Okay. They removed that. So now he can have more than 3 people in the home. And number 19 that said no visitors are allowed at the defendant's home before 7 a.m. or after 9 p.m. So now he can have he can have sleepovers. Aw. Yeah, me and young boy can have sleepovers. <laughs> <clears throat> it also doesn't limit who can come anymore, I don't think. Facts, facts. Okay. So cool, man. That's that's good. Like like we said before, he's at least showing that uh he's on a new path. Or at least just trying to get rid of everything that he has. That man is growing before. up. So it's good to see like the the courts, the judges, uh, the lawyers, everybody that's associated with that shit. It's good to see them feeling that way too. Because as an artist, as a fan, sometimes you know it'd be hard. Niggas can put on a show, absolutely things like that. But when you're getting it from people that are within his circle, like I said, people that are in the courts that are actually sitting around watching him, um, when they are speaking on it and the courts are ruling in favor, it's like okay, this guy's really doing shit the right way now. And whether it was pre-production or actually during the pod, I can't remember that we had this talk. It's not that I don't want NBA Youngboy to be off house arrest, but do you remember what I said before? I do, I do. <laughs> it was a joke that like, oh, keep him, keep him. But it, it's because yeah, yeah. I, I want NBA Youngboy to build a habit of everything that he's doing to the point where when the cuffs, not cuffs, but the, the house, arrest, house arrest cuffs are off of him. Right. He still wants to do everything that he's been doing every day before instead of the things he was doing prior to. Because when you have all that freedom, it's easy to just go back to it. When when a, a drug addict leaves rehab, it's easy to go cop and go right back to doing that shit. Yeah, yeah that's good, brother. It's even harder to stay on the straight and narrow. And for, for niggas, let me just put this in an example for niggas. It's way fucking easier to cheat than it is to be faithful. Especially when you got all the freedom in the fucking world. <clears throat> but um, I just want him to, to build the best habits possible. So when all of the restrictions are lifted, he's still moving as if they weren't. You potting, boy. I, I just God want... Damn it. I just want NBA young boy to be as as great as we've seen him be the last 12 months. That's real, bro. That's real. He's been calm, cool, collective to himself. Even in those I hate young boy moments, mm -hmm. you know that he's doing that secluded in his home. He's not leaving. Yeah, it gives you a peace of mind from before. Before the house arrest, I know what you mean. Before the house arrest and all that shit is going on and you know this nigga is in the streets. And he could he could get so mad that he can go get active. <clears throat> yeah, it's a different feeling. I, yeah, we. but he seems like he's, even if he gets angry... He's got the people, like you said, the support around him 
to keep him level headed. He talked about how his his wife these days keeps him level headed. Absolutely. Yeah, I said wife. They're married. Shout out to brother, man. <clears throat> Absolutely. Shout out NBA young boy. Uh, congrats to him for for having some of these restrictions removed and uh, released from him. I know that's a weight off his shoulders now. That he can have more people inside the house um, and make his space as comfortable as he wants it to be. Yada yada yada. But um, yeah. You got more on it? Nah, that's it, man. All right, let's move on. Curry Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, has a new show on Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. It's a thriller. It's called Swarm. Yeah, man. It just came out on the 17th, I believe, Friday. Absolutely. Yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. But yes, I did see that floating around social media. It's an American psychological horror thriller television series. Damn. It says the series follows Dre. That's uh, played by Dominique Fishback, a young woman whose obsession with a pop star takes a dark turn. Appearing in supporting roles are Chloe Bailey, Billie Eilish, Damson Idris, and none other than Paris Jackson. Uh, Paris Jackson, mm-hmm. daughter of Michael Jackson. Yup, yup. Dominique Fishback, bro. She's in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. That's, that's her. She is. Yeah, yeah, she's fire. She also... Was she in Wu-Tang? You wouldn't fucking know, would you? I'm not finished, bro. My bad. My Car- bad. Car- what episode <clears throat> are you on? I told you this on Friday. I'm not telling you. <laughs> we just gonna talk on the first, man. Or that the episode that comes after April first. I'm not saying it. She's not on Wu Tang, but uh, <laughs> she's on that movie with Jamie Foxx that streamed during the pandemic on Netflix. It's called uh, Project Power. Okay, that's one of the first ones I remember seeing her in. And uh, it looks like she plays in a recurring role on the New Proud Family. Okay. Fire. So she's working, putting in that work. She's man. she's working. And she's she's set to be in the new Transformers movie that's coming out. It's in okay. post production right now. <clears throat> but yeah, shout out to her. I've seen her face before. Just can't remember maybe where. Um but what we really wanted to talk about <laughs> with this show coming out. I do want to check this show out because whether it's an American horror story, things like that, I like a thriller. That's not a movie that y'all can keep me locked in and scared for 10 weeks straight. Yeah. Like, facts, if, facts. if you can do that, tuh. And um, I'm a fan of Atlanta. So I'm a fan of Donald Glover, Childish Gambino film work. Um, <clears throat> and he's written for so many shows that you niggas don't even fucking know before. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of his film work. So I'm, I'm going to check this out. Like I said, what we wanted to get into was the clip that we saw on social media. I haven't seen the entire show. I haven't seen any of the show except for this clip that's Damson Idris beating Chloe <laughs> Bailey's back. He's clapping her. Yeah. Any nigga that had any love for Chloe Bailey. Just out the window, huh? It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, there was a lot of throwing up. Even if he was fake fucking on Friday. Her. Absolutely. A lot of throwing up. A lot of not being able to hold your food down. <laughs> yeah, bro. A lot of smoothies, soups. Yeah, niggas did not have a great night's sleep Friday night. Yeah, I had a Caesar salad on Friday night. <laughs> That's all I can keep down. For lunch, smoothie. <laughs> smoothie bowl. For breakfast, juice. <laughs> Quinoa. Quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I woke up to that video. Yeah, bro, it's tough. Um, This is Chloe Bailey's breakout into... um. Rated R content. Yes. Movie-wise. Yes. Film-wise. Because we know her from Grownish. I know her from 
It's funny. The first time I saw Chloe and Hallie was a Spoken Reasons video when wow. they were selling Girl Scout cookies oh, yeah, at his yeah, yeah. at his uh, his Bro, car window. Man, that, that was, was Chloe and Hallie. Oh wow, that was a long time ago. <clears throat> yeah, a long time ago. But I didn't really keep Sheesh. up with their music. But when I heard them way back then, I was like, "Oh, they sound amazing." Those girls are gonna be fucking famous. Dope. I was thirteen. I'm twenty five. I'm about to be twenty six. Um, and then I saw them move on. They were on Grownish, to which they really built themselves. They're singers, but they really built their star power by us seeing their faces mm-hmm. on Grownish. Yep. And they have a lot of backing from the Carters. So I mean, that <laughs> they gonna get you where you need to be. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, from from them both having the look. They got the voice and they got the backing. Uh, it, it was only right that they become stars. Chloe seems to be the one that's becoming the star star. Now, that'll yet to be seen when that... Uh, Princess, what is it called? When that mermaid movie comes out. Yeah, what's it called? Princess? The Little Mermaid. Oh, that's the name of the movie? My bad. I really didn't know. I thought it was called something else. No, she's playing The Little Mermaid, I yeah, think. Yeah, I thought it was something else. My fault. Maybe, maybe it is. No, I don't no know. you may be right. You may be right. <clears throat> I, I don't... Keep up with the Disney <laughs> princesses. Just like, I, I know, know she's playing know. Ariel, and every oh, okay. white person in America that's had a I fucking problem. Over that's it. what I think I was talking about. Okay, maybe it is called Princess Ariel or some shit. I don't, I don't know. She's a Disney princess. So. <laughs> I'm like shit, I don't know. This is the movie about. just called Ariel? Maybe I it's just called Ariel. I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Look at this guy. We need a lady. Oh my god, ladies, let us know. Right, we're hiring. <laughs> Call us five 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 one four two. Jeez. Um. <clears throat> I wasn't expecting to see that, nevertheless, Kari. Yeah. Um, like you said, I haven't seen the, the the whole thing, so I don't know what's going on to really gauge the situation. But nah, he was going insane on Chloe Bailey. And I'm just like, the, oh, why would you do that? The wildest thing about the scene is the main character, Dominique, um, or Dre, or Trey. Was it Dre or Trey? Dre, I think. I don't know you. Dre walks up while Damson Idris is clapping Chloe Bailey and she just stares you know for a while and Damson Idris and Chloe don't notice her but all of a sudden Damson Idris notices her and he just turns it into a fucking cuckold scene <laughs> it got real porno vibes like I'm like yo what is going on so he looks at her he gives her the fucking what's up nod and he keeps on beating cheeks <laughs> And she just, you know, stays for a little bit and just kindly walks away. No, but dang, what, what's dripping from her leg? <laughs> That's the glue. That she was talking Holy about. Holy shit, the glue. <laughs> That's the glue. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, man. Oh, fuck. Um, but it's so, that one scene was so compelling. That's all... Donald Glover needed his promo. That show is taking off now. Swarm, next week, Swarm's ratings will be through the roof, just waiting to see if you can (laughs) see a peak of an asshole of Chloe Bailey or a titty or something. You can't, guys. And on the (laughs) lady's side, they just want to see that nigga dancing interest like that again. Exactly. To be completely honest, everybody got what they needed. Facts. It was a win for both sides here, I would say. All we saw was thigh in that perfect little corner ass piece that women have. Ooh, right. Ah! Oh, oh, my I God. It. <laughs> yeah, that's all we saw, though. Look at us being meninous. And then you heard the, yeah. the Chloe moans. 
I did. They said Gunner was pissed. <laughs> Gunner's in shambles. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Gunner didn't eat breakfast that morning. First Drewski, now Damson. <laughs> Drewski is crazy. Come on, dog. Yeah, yeah. That was two days in a row. He had quinoa. Oh my goodness. He man. had quinoa that morning. <laughs> Straight soups and smoothies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you want with that steak? No steak. No steak. Croutons. <laughs> croutons. <laughs> Just bring me extra croutons with my fucking salad. Soup. What's the soup of the day? Any soup will do. Oh man, that's funny, bro. Um, speaking of soup, we need to talk on Thursday about some of them soups or California's trying to get out of here. Heard about that. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. We'll talk about that next pot, though. Yup, yup. Oh, let's get a little darker as we move on, Kari. We have to talk about some of the passings of uh some of the greats that happened over the last week or two. Yeah. Bobby Codwell, Kari. Yeah, man. It's tough. One of one of the biggest soul and RB artists. That you had no idea wasn't black. Mm-hmm. That's one of the artists that, from our generation, you heard mom and dad play it over and over and over again. Yep. But you always thought it was a black man singing because there was so much soul in it. So much soul, so many instruments, man. Absolutely. Samples, but yes. And then you grow up and become 18 or 19 or 20, and you hear the song. Mm-hmm. And then you're finally looking at it on your cell phone because back then when we were listening to it before, it was just coming on the radio or on a CD. CD, When we finally put face to fucking voice, like, oh, this is a white man, Kari. (laughs) Bobby Caldwell is white. If if you're not familiar with Bobby Caldwell, what you won't do for love. Yes, sir. Open your eyes, uh, a.k.a. The Light by Common. Just some of the hits. But a music legend... Um, Tupac sample What you wanna do for love Absolutely um, Come on now I love that fucking I think I've played that That Pac song Is my song of the week I might have Just from the old days That y'all didn't remember I might have got that off On y'all twice <laughs> It's <laughs> that good Oh my god That's one of my favorite Tupac songs <laughs> right. And It's a posthumous Tupac song right. Where they were just Putting Pac On different records But Back to Bobby Caldwell Yeah I think I have a little bit more or an article that was that was going more into detail. Yeah. I have her exact quote here. She said, Bobby passed away here at home. I held him tight in my arms as he left us. I am forever heartbroken. Thanks to all of you for your many prayers over the years. Thanks. On um, what they said, um, it was more or less natural causes, but his health had declined after suffering severe side effects from uh, a certain drug he was given. Ah, uh, damn. Over not over the counter, but <clears throat> prescription. Prescribed, yeah, 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 yeah. Prescribed, yeah, yeah. So, just unfortunate man there. But shout out to a fucking great, a legend, a legend, man. God rest his soul. Like you said, a a, a contributor to soulful music, soulful R and B. Um, and we know anybody can make music, but him being a white gentleman coming into R and B soul just wasn't something that was being done a lot, bro. So he gets a lot of credit, a lot of respect is deserved there, man. So just. Once again, rest in peace to Bobby Caldwell. Yeah, uh, like you said, in that space in the 1970s, 80s, there weren't a lot of white artists that were able to break through and be accepted by the black culture in this in this realm. I can really only speak to the average white band, David Bowie and Bobby Caldwell. Um, and they did their fucking thing. Now, Phil Collins, his tracks were able to break through to everybody. But... Um, <clears throat> Shout out to Bobby Caldwell. Yep, yep. The next person that we actually wanted to get into was Lance Reddick. If, you, uh, if you're not familiar with Lance Reddick, 
He was uh, Sharon or Charon on John Wick. I'm not familiar. I'm not a John Wick person. Me neither, yeah. But I know him as Cedric Daniels from The Wire. Wire, yep. One of the greatest fucking television shows to ever grace a television set. Um, he was actually, he was a good guy. I loved Cedric's fucking character on this show. At this point, we've lost Omar Little and Cedric now. Um, I forgot first and last name from The Wire. Um, we just... I told you I watched The Wire as a kid, bro. I can't remember names from The Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, but nevertheless, Lance Reddick, do you have more on his death or how was he died? If not, I think I got it. I think I got it up here. Let's see. Yes, Lance Reddick, actor known for his performance on Cedric Daniels on The Wire and for his work on the John Wick franchise, has died. Uh, and that was on March the 17th, Friday. He was 60 years old. They said that he passed away from natural causes, but he passed away suddenly. Um, <clears throat> 60, you said? Yeah, 60 years old. 60 is so young. Bro. I was going to say, uh, it's not, when you think about, you, when you think about being a 20-year-old, 60 isn't young, but it ain't old. No, not at all. 60, 60 is not old at all. And somebody that was still active in their career. John Wick is still making movies. They have a new one coming out like this month or next month, if I'm not mistaken. Like, so he was still active. It's not like this guy was slowing down. So that's what I hate about it the most, man. But 60 is young to me. Fuck that. That's a young, young death right there. Yeah, you could definitely say that. Um, but what I what I was looking for was Michael Kenneth Williams, also known as Omar Little on The Wire. This is within 12 to 16 months, I think, that we've lost both of these characters from this iconic show, um, Omar Little being the standout. He ended up being probably the most popular character in HBO fucking history. But it's just sad to see this, man. Um, now, Michael Kenneth Williams, I believe there was a, a substance thing that was in that situation. But with Lance Reddick, just suddenly natural causes, you, you love to hear that when someone passes, it was of natural causes, but you hate to hear the passing. You hate to hear the passing. Um, shout out. I'll be watching uh, The Wire tonight as commemoration. Such a fucking amazing show. <laughs> yeah, I'm Fuck. out there running back. Like I said, as a kid, my dad watched it, so I remember being in like early elementary Watching The Wire. So I have seen The Wire, but it was just so long ago. I need to go back and rewatch it. If, and I know you're not a power person. If you are a power person, if you are a snowfall person, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other TV shows that have come on throughout the years that were about drugs. BMF, all of these. BMF was real. But um, <clears throat> The Wire is the origin of all of this. Nobody before that had really broken the streets down. If they did, it was always that New Jack City, we're at the top of the top selling coke down to the <laughs> the normals. Nobody had ever broken it all the way down to the corner boys. To the streets. Yeah, nobody had ever mm -hmm. broke it down to niggas that was really out on the street selling grams right. and who they answer to and who right. that person answered to and how the streets worked, how Philly worked, how grimy the streets really got. The Wire did that, and that's why it's hailed today. Check that out. Once you get to season two, bear with it because season two is a slow fucking season. But 
everything after that. Season one's amazing. Everything after season two is just incredible. Incredible. Some of the biggest characters you've ever seen come through there, like Michael Kendall Williams, Michael B. Jordan, um, <clears throat> Idris Elba, Lance Reddick, many Mac Wilds. Everybody that like a lot of these young black men got their start with the wire. Idris got his start with the wire. <laughs> Stringer Bell type shit, nigga. All right, all right. I'm going. I'm going on and on. I'm making this the wire cast. Are you ready to move on? Yep, yep. We got one more thing left on this thing, Corey. Is Trump going to jail tomorrow? Trump might be in jail by tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm only most not concerned, but. I'm only most interested in this topic. I wouldn't be because it sounds like bullshit any other way. Mm -hmm. I'm only interested in this topic because this came straight from the mouth of Donald Trump via Truth Social. Mm -hmm. Do you have what his quote was on Truth Social, Corey? Yeah, man. So it says here, this is from CNN. In a social media post, Trump, referring to himself, said the leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. He also mentioned protests. Take our nation back. He's still on that shit, huh? <laughs> Take our nation back. Because he knows how crazy his supporters are willing to go over them. Uh, look at it. They stormed the entire goddamn capital. <laughs> capital yeah. So, of course, them niggas would, would raid a jail yeah. over Donald Trump. But is this is this a long time coming, Corey? Uh yeah, possibly, man. Um, because this is not this is from the, like the Stormy Daniels situation, right? If I, have no, mistaken, I have no idea. Let me see what I could just read right here. It says that he expects to be arrested in connection with the investigation by the Manhattan District Attorney next week and call for protests as New York law enforcement prepares for a possible indictment. Um, it says here. Trump in connection with a years-long investigation into hush money scheme involving adult film actress Stormy Daniels. So, yes, this is stemming all the way back from the shit with Stormy Daniels. Okay. So, yes, to your question, I think it's finally, <laughs> it may finally, I'm not going to say it is, obviously we don't know, but it may finally have caught up to Trump. The thing about it, I never, ever, ever saw Trump actually getting arrested, cuffed, Anything like that. And it hasn't happened yet. So, um, not speaking too soon, but I've just, I can't picture it in my head. Not only is this a former U.S. president, now I do know his party hates him at this point, but, and so does the other party. I'm talking about a nigga that's mob tied. He be with Jay Prince now? <laughs> okay. Okay, I see what we're You didn't know I was going to do this. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know I no, was going to go there. No, I thought we were more mature than that. <laughs> no, I thought we were above that. What are, we, what are we? We're at hour and 40 in or some shit <laughs> like that? Fault. Yeah, I thought, I thought we were right. above that. I got to be thought, better, I thought man. that was more of like a 20-minute kind of yeah, thing. I got to be better. That's wow. My fault. That's my fault. Jay Prince and them. <laughs> Jay Prince and Donald Trump linking up is disgusting. Donald will spit on that nigger. <laughs> the hard heart. I heard it. <laughs> No fault. I, I love Jay Prince. Yeah, I know. I'm just playing. But um <clears throat> Trump is mob tied, yes. I don't see him I don't see him getting cuffed. I don't see him 
going to jail. If he does get cuffed, he's getting out immediately. He's not getting sentenced. Prove me wrong. I can say um, up until this point, I have always thought that same or had that same thought. It's like Trump just got too much power, even if it is a situation, you know, where he's probably in the wrong. Everything here, this case seems like he's in the wrong, but we've known the shit that he did when he was actually in office. It's like, okay, it's a lot of shit that Trump probably has done or had knowledge of. Right. But even with all of that, I mean, all of it. Right. Right. (laughs) I never thought like you like we we would see him get handcuffed. But, you know. Him actually coming out this time and saying it still, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe something does happen on Tuesday, but uh, that's going to be must-see TV, bro. You know they're going to have something on his hands and probably so we don't see the cups and shit. You know how they do that. And they're going to have, just imagine CNN on tomorrow morning. We are live expecting Donald Trump to turn himself in at any moment now. This shit is actually news. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Honestly, at any moment now, he will emerge <laughs> from the door any in which moment. he will be reporting himself to the authorities. Any moment now, Donald Trump just opened the door. <laughs> He's walking out now. The authorities have grabbed him. Anderson Cooper. Oh, my gosh. Don Lemon. <laughs> Get him. Fuck. Get that fucker. Oh, they're they going to drink to this one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> Please let the CNN cast oh, be able man. to drink to Donald Trump being arrested. Shit would be funny. Get that fucker. Don Lemon gonna lose his job. Absolutely. For sure. He might lose his freedom. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jeez, we going that deep? I meant like he fuck oh. around and get arrested too. <laughs> You're talking about as a black man? Yes. Holy shit, Kari. I was like, damn. Kari. <laughs> don't put this on me, bro. I don't know what, what to soon expect as you, when it comes to As you. soon as you went far left, you were like, damn. I was like, oh, he thinks I mean nigger. Yeah, like, yeah, nigger-wise. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's how you started. Okay. My fault. You good. started that way with the, the J. Prince shit. We both wrong here. Okay. Let's okay. agree to disagree. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's accept our faults. Yeah, man. Accepting my flaws. Headass. Who are you, fucking Bryson Tiller? <laughs> Future. Oh, okay. He doesn't have, Bryson Tiller has some shit like that? Probably, bro. That Trap Soul album. Probably. <laughs> Probably some shit like that. I don't know. Or some SoundCloud music that he had. Yeah, but that nigga's going to jail. He's going yeah, to fucking jail. More than likely, man. Um, right my wrongs. That's right what I was wrongs. like. Ah, there yeah. it is. There it is. You niggas <laughs> thought I was gonna rest on being wrong. <laughs> Fuck no, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't have anything else on Donald Trump. That's it, man. Like we said, we'll see what happens um, on Tuesday if he does get arrested. Then we'll follow up on Thursday with more on that. But yeah. Nothing else I got, man. What if he was talking about like Obama the whole time? What you mean? That was gonna get arrested. <laughs> like a leader, a leader and former president, so he's gonna be arrested on Tuesday. Nah, Obama never getting put in the slammer, man. Absolutely not. Squeaky clean. Yep. Why nigga quit cigarettes for that job? <laughs> do, do you know what it takes for a nigga to quit cools? <laughs> not the cool. That nigga quit cools. Yeah, bro. All right. <laughs> Chill out. Oh. The fuck? Chill out on Obama and them. All right. I think that's all we got though. That's it, man. All right, let's get into the songs of the week. That was it, guys. That was episode 222 of the Rise and Grind podcast. Your boy, Roderick. I'm Jakari. All right, man, let's get out of here. Come bust this pussy open.
to Sunset City, go to Sun City. Walk up on the right side, I feel so pretty. Kiss my girl on her thighs, grab on her titties. I know that they despise, I feel so sexy. If someone say I'm not, must have not met me. Warm you up when it's cold, you call me bestie. Don't test me, I'm too sexy. For the denim, sun slight all jack. No. Taking chances daily, man. You niggas all rap. Got three cell phones, still never call back. Real millionaire shit. Might put her in the bins. Write the shit off on taxes. Have a five-star den, man. Tell it how it is, man. Living how I live, man. Rose gold piece just to compliment the drip, man. Stay up on your toes, dog. Make sure the money's straight. From the city of the fall, 89 earthquake. What's happening? Man, check. From the city of the fog, 89 earthquake. What's happening, nigga? Numbers. Good job. Ay, 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 ay. This, that, go hard, never quit. Flow so adequate. Figured I'd sell the shit. I ain't with the settling. Had to get my mind right. I cut off the petty shit. I don't feel right throwing ones. Nigga, this real is Nigga trying to block my shine. Nigga, I still get it. Really came from that cloth. Nigga, I'm built different. I ain't taking no days off. I need meal tickets. Please, no shoes in my life.